Hello and welcome to Master Your Mindset with your host Isis Foster. This is the place to be for anyone who is on a personal development journey. I will be sharing with you my own mindset hacks and personal past experiences. Please subscribe and share if you enjoy what I'm about to share with you and you've taken value from it. You never know who may need to hear it. Hello, on today's episode, I am so excited to be sharing an incredible guest with you all. Week after week, we bring on amazing individuals and it's not going to stop there. This week, I am super excited to be sharing with you someone who's a really good friend of mine. She is CEO and the founder of the Breakthrough Society. She went from breakdown to breakthrough, having absolutely nothing, hitting rock bottom to buying her dream house, a car at 22, and leaving her full-time job at 23 to take her business full-time. She went from being broke and burnt out in business generating two to three figure launches to now multiple 30k months. She's been in the personal development space and business world for six years now. She loves to travel and absolutely is obsessed with going on holidays, being in the spa or shopping. So without no further ado, I would love to introduce you to the amazing Jessica Lehman. I am so excited to have you here. I feel like this has been a long time coming. It has. It really has. I'm excited. Right. So let's go right back to the beginning because this is going to be all about your journey and everything you've achieved and what you're obviously striving to get to. Like, talk to us. Okay. I mean, where it all began was probably 20... 18, I'm going to say, 2017, 2018, when I lived down south. This is where the whole story of me, the breakthrough, everything as people will probably know me now kind of stem from. And I feel like everybody comes with one of these stories. And I try and make it as uncliche as I can because everyone has this story where shit goes wrong and things go bad. And sometimes I hate playing into that narrative because if anyone's listening to this and they don't have that right now, you don't feel like you're hitting rock bottom and you just want some motivation. You don't always have to have like the absolute worst of the worst happen. But I definitely feel like for me, I hit what was my version of rock bottom where I was in a lot of debt for such a young age. I was in a lot of debt. I lived away from home. I'd already moved a good four times in a year because I was constantly downsizing. I couldn't afford to live where where I lived I was not enjoying my job and I know people can relate to this where you feel like you're doing the right thing for everyone else and you play into the safety net and the narrative that is the right thing to do go to university get the good job and I just had never felt more trapped I felt trapped where I lived I lived so far from home I felt trapped in my job and I felt trapped in relationships as well which is something that I think I've only really reflected on very very recently after a few life changes, but I was in abusive, toxic, horrible relationships and being in debt, feeling trapped, not really having a lot kind of going for you. It was quite a dark place. And the biggest epiphany moment for me, and this is where the breakthrough started. It was all about turning breaking points into breakthroughs because I really believe that my breaking point did that. Um, I had my car taken off me. It broke driving 
it just broke on me. I couldn't brake. I couldn't put the hazards on. I was driving at like 60 miles an hour. I honestly thought like, this is it. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to die. die. Like, I'm, I'm, yeah, like this is it because I couldn't stop the car. I had done something a little bit dodgy to get my car fixed. I'd paid somebody to kind of just help me out a little bit. I didn't really have enough money to fix my car and I nearly ended up paying for it. And yeah, basically I got my car taken off me and it was craned out of the car park of my office. Like it's a huge glass building where I worked and I remember pulling it into the VIP, like all these people had to push my car in just to get it off the road. And I got told by security, like you can't park here like this is for vips you cannot leave this car here and i was like you can get this car out of this car park that's fine like be my guest and at that point losing my car and watching it get put on the back of a lot like a, it was like a truck it got craned off i just thought like i really have like lost everything now like my freedom has gone and I was already driving a good 30 40 minute commute because I had to move further and further away because I couldn't afford it and I thought like this is it like this what else could go wrong and at that moment I just thought well you've got nothing else to lose like you have nothing else to lose now like this is time to really make a difference and I basically used my time on the bus which was obviously an even longer commute now to read and I read and I listened to podcasts I read beach money I learned all about the four-hour work week and that kind of really helped me dive into the world of network marketing and from then everything changed I dive deep into personal development which you'll know like you're in that world too it's a never-ending journey that just gets better and better and you learn more and more you level up and I guess fast forward to now since then I've been able to move back up north I quit my job to take my business full-time I bought my dream home my dream car I really had like the cliche success story of like bought myself the designer things I did all that kind of stuff and I feel like I've really bought into that like this is what success means like you've got to now go get the materialistic things and all of that good stuff and I guess where I'm at now is trying to kind of share the message now that success is what it means to you and I definitely lived a bit of a <coughs> I don't know how to describe it the cliche story of going from not having a lot to having what you've always ever wanted but then sucked into that world for so long and I feel like right now I'm just really in a place where my only goal is to inspire people to do what they actually want to do for them because I think we all get bought into this story now and TikTok doesn't help, even though, God, I love that platform. Social media doesn't help because you always feel like you should be doing something or you should be doing things in a certain way. Um, so I'm just really on a journey now, I guess, to just inspire as many people as I can and help people design a life that they, they actually want rather than what you think is right, if that makes sense. So it's been a long journey it's been it's been the cliche journey and I feel like now I'm seeing myself definitely embarking on a very new one after years in coaching and launching programs and having successful launches and doing all this kind of stuff I feel like this podcast is coming at a good time to kind of shed a new journey a little bit um so yeah I'm not sure if I answered that no, you absolutely did. And I think oh. it's incredible as well, because obviously we've been in on a bit of a journey together. For those of you yeah. that don't know, Jess and I actually met through network marketing. So we met through one company. We then transitioned to another company together. 
And then we've kind of just rolled out our own coaching journey separately from that. But I think when we first met, I completely agree with you. We did want all those materialistic things. We wanted the house, the car, the bags, the shoes, the accessories, all those things that you think will make you so happy. But when you get them, we both know they don't necessarily make you any happier. What you really no. want is the freedom. And yes, you need to have money in order to have the freedom that you want for yourself. But when you're young and naive and you're on social media all the time, you think it's all the materialistic things that are going to make you happy. But it's actually quite the contrary. It's the opposite. It's yeah. being with your friends, going on holiday, doing the things that you want to do, not the things that you have to do in order to get money. 100%. And I definitely feel like announcement culture is not partly to blame. Nothing is to blame. We all have free will. We all can make our own choices and make our own decisions. But I definitely feel like we live in a society now where because everybody announces every little win, big win, everybody is announcing constantly. Like you cannot go on social media without somebody announcing something that is going to get celebrated. And I feel like when you are unsure, and I know we'll dive into this anyway in this episode, but when you are not 100% clear on what it is that you truly want, it's so easy to get sucked into the world of feeling like you should be doing all these things. Like, now, having a nine-to-five is, like, the most shamed thing in the world, and it makes no sense to me. Like, having a nine-to-five is okay if you enjoy it and if that's for you. It wasn't for me because my personality just doesn't do well with that kind of atmosphere but I definitely feel like we live in a world now where the only success is to have your own business. And there's so many dark sides to having your own business. There's so many down downsides to it. Like, it's amazing. But I think, again, we live in a world where when you are a little bit confused with what you want to do, unfortunately, within five minutes, everybody's already telling you what you should do anyway. Um, and announcement culture has definitely played a role in that like you see it so much now just there's always trends there's always themes of like UGC is now on the off I see that on TikTok all the time and on Instagram everybody's saying that influencers are going to die out in like the next couple of years like influencers will be no more and it's all about UGC and I just feel like there's always something that you should be doing basically and that's why knowing what the hell you want to do is so important because you could buy into one trend and then it changes in the next two years and suddenly trading's not as sexy as it used to be or bitcoin's not as big as it used to be um so yeah i I agree i feel like we've definitely been on we've been on our own journey i think where we created success in one business and then realized we were actually meant for something bigger and i know that we both still obviously have our business that we had when we met but i definitely feel like we both expanded our journey of like who we want to help and how we want to help people i think the business that we met initially on actually was the stepping stone for what we're doing now and i think because of network marketing like i will never ever say a bad word about network marketing because it was incredible at the time when we wanted to pursue that but not only was it an incredible business it brought so many like-minded people into our lives which I genuinely don't think I would never have met you had it not been for the business or the people we are surrounded with and we built an amazing community of like-minded individuals and such a nice culture of people around us who I don't think I would ever have met in normal day-to-day life because I love my friends but they think so differently to me and their motives and what they want to go after in life is so different whereas 
when you're building a community like we did, everyone is so similar and everyone kind of cheers you on and you do have like your own like supportive system and it's beautiful and I don't think we would have ever got that if we didn't have that stepping stone to where we are now. 100%. Like people underestimate the power of community. Like they really do. I I know before this podcast episode, we were just speaking about like plans upcoming. And I think about like the people I've been on the most holidays with. I've been on holiday with you. I go on holiday with Lucy all the time. Like we've been, we've traveled most of the world together and I wouldn't have known her without the business. Grace is my best friend and we wouldn't have met if it wasn't for the business. Like it really does connect you with so many people and it provides you with opportunities as well. Like we're now in a space completely different to what we were in three years ago like we were planning maybe the next like travel event or something and now it's like right we're getting on a podcast together we there's so much more it's just being around the right people expands your mind completely it's been a complete Um, learning curve as well I think because if someone said to me three years ago I said you'll be running your own coaching business and you'll be recording podcasts with incredible guests I would have been like no I'm not like there's no way I could have ever done that like I always say that when I was at school I was the most embarrassed person like I would get embarrassed over the stupidest thing like if I got asked to read out loud in class believe me now my face would go as red as a tomato and I would be like stuttering (laughs) over every single word so the thought of like having a podcast would have sent me into like hives I would have been like absolutely shitting myself but I think as you grow up and you once you realize what it is that you want to do you just naturally fall into just being able to do it and obviously it's taken years and years and years like three years ago there's no way in hell I could have imagined doing what we're doing right now but when you've got a bigger vision and you know what you want to do it makes it so much easier, which is why it's so important to figure that out. And I think a lot of people do feel lost. A lot of people look on social media for clarification or for to know what they want to do or to look at, I don't know, an influencer or a big celebrity and yeah. think, oh, I'm going to be like them. And the worst thing you could do is compare yourself to someone else because you have no idea of what their behind the scenes looks like. They're yeah. literally showing their highlights on Instagram and that's it. 100% and even the people that show their struggles like we have to remember there's an element of perfectionism with the struggle like I don't even know how to describe this but even like the vulnerable posts that you see remember that there was still an agenda with that like whether it was to share a specific message like we have to take things with a pinch of salt and yeah I, I couldn't agree more I think it's a dangerous situation to be in when you don't know what you want, which is why I feel like at the moment that is my biggest driver is to allow people to understand what do you actually desire? Like, and one of the most powerful questions I ask all my clients, I ask it on every goal setting session, people write their goals and I get them to look at them. And I say, if social media didn't exist, right, you were never allowed to post this on social media and nobody knew that you, you had achieved this, right? You're going to be the only one that knows you've achieved this milestone. Would you still want to achieve it? And people change all the time. People are like, oh, suddenly that 10 grand a month doesn't even feel that great because I can't share it with anyone or I can't post about it on socials or it's not going to make me look as successful. And people realize their goals are actually a little bit different and what they actually desire is very different at the core. Um, But we do live in a world where 
we take into consideration a lot. I'll never forget, it came up on my memories today that it was four years since I bought my house. And I thought, I, I remember being sat thinking, oh, I can't wait to get the photo. Like, I can't wait yes. to get the photo outside. Like, and this is what social media does to us. And I think it is important not to get wrapped up in it and I sound so anti-social media it's my favorite thing in the world if I look at my screen time it's it's social media but I think it's just a bit of a reminder like you said to people that do feel a little bit lost and confused right now is to not get that kind of magpie syndrome of thinking right well what made her successful let me try that what made her successful or what made him successful I'll try that and see if it works for me because it has to be right for you Definitely. And I think when you start to follow a path which isn't sincere and genuine to you, it's never going to work anyway. And you might get some results. But again, I keep talking about this journey. I'm still yet to discover. I know we spoke about this before we jumped on. I know something's brewing right now for me. Something is brewing in my world and I'm not sure what. But upon reflection, I've realised even some of my most successful launches were driven through... I need to be careful how I word this so that it doesn't come across wrong. But I was getting coached at that point in my life. And obviously, when you pay, you pay attention. So whatever this person says, you think this is what I should be doing. And I definitely looked. And now I've launched the membership. I'm like, that was what I was always meant to do. And actually, I taught myself out of that to create a program that brought me in a lot of income, which was amazing. And I helped so many incredible individuals. But it wasn't aligned to what I actually wanted to create. And yeah, I think we we all realize sometimes that when you're operating out of alignment, you might still get the money in, you might still be successful. Something deep down though, feels like I need to make some tweaks, I need to make some changes. Um, yeah, I completely, I agree. I think until you've been in a position where you've earned all the money that you've wanted to earn, you will forever be chasing the money and the status because you think in your head that's what you need to be happy and to feel successful. But the moment you get all the money, like you and I both agree, like we've both been in the position where we've had all the money in the world and we've had more than we could have ever wished for. But when you get that, I promise you now, it doesn't make you any happier than before having it. But until you get to that point, you will forever think, because I definitely did. I was like, right, if I have this amount in my salary and make this amount in my business, this is this is what will make me really happy. And then I can just chill out and I'll be happy when I have that. And then when you get it, it almost feels like such, you feel like deflated because it's the point that you thought you were going to be really happy. You get it and then you're like, okay, well, I'm not. What's actually going to make me happy? And then you have to dive in deeper and think, well, what are the things that allowed me to be happy before social media? When I was younger, like you have to do a lot of inner reflection and you have to dive deep into yourself because before social media was a thing and before all these materialistic things were big things to us there were we were happy as children well I definitely was were you happy as a child ask me the Argos catalogue and I was buzzing do you oh know my gosh I mean? yeah do you remember the Argos catalogue I used to like cut out everything I wanted and stick it on a piece of paper and that would be like my Christmas wish list I mean we were making vision boards from children with the Argos catalogue <laughs> it is true and I think again it I 
feel like I probably sound like a broken record on this, but maybe this is the reason I need to drive this point to whoever needs this. This is why you have to fall in love with whatever it is that you're doing. You have to feel aligned because the journey is so much better than the milestone. Like, it is. And if you don't, if you go through six months of absolute pain and torture just to get a milestone that's going to last 20 minutes of, like, buzzing, you might pop the Prosecco, say cheers, get the photo... But if you look back and actually you wasted six months of your life slogging it out for this one thing that didn't actually make you feel that amazing, what's the point? (laughs) Like, you have to feel aligned. And the money only makes you realize that you want more anyway or you want something different. Like, I'm a real believer that with every level there's a new devil because you're always going to face a new challenge. When you hit the 10K, guess what? You want the 30, you want the 50, you want this. When you get the house, you want a bigger one. We always strive for more, and that's part of sometimes the problem with, like, constantly wanting more than what you have because by the time you get that house, you already want a big one. By the time you get the Chanel, you already want the Hermes Birkin. By the time you get that, you then want something else. Rolex doesn't seem that big anymore because now it's about the even bigger one, the more exclusive one. It's just a constant cycle and you never see the richest person wearing all that stuff and having all that materialistic stuff. You see them in a t-shirt, white t-shirt, blue jeans. You always see it. <laughs> it is so true, isn't it? All those fancy cars that you see driving around in Mayfair, you look inside and there's no like fancy person. It's like a bald man with a white t-shirt and some jeans on. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Maybe like, what <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just shave your head and drive around. Yeah, just shave my head, get a white t-shirt and then, you've made it and then you've absolutely made it no but I completely agree I think people's priorities are different as well there will be people that chase like cars there'll be people who chase holidays there'll be people who want to just stack up their bank accounts with hundreds of thousands of pounds like everyone's priorities are different but the thing that is similar with everyone is that everyone's chasing more of what they've currently got we live in a culture of like instant gratification and if it doesn't happen now we push and push and push until it happens then it happens and then we want something else yeah or we realized it was never right in the first place like yeah. this is a problem and somebody said this to me yesterday and I, I, I honestly I end up crying so random because we hear this quote all the time but it really struck a chord with me and they messaged me saying direction over speed and it got me and I was like, it's so true. Like, I'm in a bit of an energy at the moment where I'm prioritising speed, but I could be going really fast in the wrong direction. <laughs> yeah. So it is really important. And again, this is why you have to get real. And anyone that's listening to this right now, just take a moment after this episode up, pause it now and just ask yourself and get real with what you actually want in life. Because we do live in a society where... If you don't make that decision yourself, someone will tell you. Someone someone will definitely tell you. What you should want, yeah, (coughs) what's the right thing. And this goes, especially just in my life at the moment, the dating world has now opened back up to me. And I said to Grace when she was at mine, I said, I'm actually sick of this whole high-value woman trend. Like, I love it and I embrace it to a degree because I do feel like that kind of person. But... Now I'm being told that unless a man is doing X, Y, and Z for me, he's not interested. And if they're not doing this, that, and the other, and you're not da-da-da-da-da-da-da, and if you do this, then you're not high value. And I feel like there's always a trend to tell you 
if you don't know, let me tell you what the right thing to do is. Let me tell you what man you should go for. Let me tell you what success looks like and the things that you should and shouldn't be doing. And actually, when I went to the core of it, I was like, going on a date to Nando's is like elite for me. Yeah, now I'm putting myself under pressure to do it at a certain level because this is what people are telling me I should do. And this is why you have to get real with yourself in every aspect of life, in career, finances, health, well-being, like every man and their dog does Pilates nowadays, but how many people actually love it? And how many people just want to be a pink princess Pilates era? (laughs) And we we all do it. Like we all, this is the thing. We all do it. We all had that powerful. We've done it. We both have the powerful 5am morning routine. We've we've been bought into it before because there's always something that you should be doing. And you don't take hold of it and you don't take control. You will live in autopilot for the rest of your life. And autopilot means somebody else is controlling it yeah when you are in autopilot in any situation when you've got cruise control the car's controlling that now not you yeah so you take control back you're not in control of that other than potentially the steering but anyway besides my point it's the metaphor um (laughs) it's true though like we we have to get into the driver's seat at some point in life and just understand where do I want to route this GPS? How fast do I want to get there? Do I want to pass anything on the way? What's important to me? Do I want a Starbucks before I set off? Do I need the coffee? You have to make that decision sometimes. And a lot of us, unfortunately, live in autopilot, which means we never live a fulfilled life because we just go with what we're told to do and what's what's right. And I definitely have done that a lot of times in my life. I, yeah, I agree with you, Jess, definitely. I think there's answers for every question that we have, like, to the point that if you're struggling for an Instagram caption, go on TikTok and look for Instagram captions about beaches. Like, there's answers everywhere. We've all done it. Like, there's answers literally everywhere. And if you are not sure in yourself what you want the answer to be, someone else will tell you what it's going to be. And you'll forever be living someone else's life. Yeah. This is it. You You will be living what somebody else tells you is success and I'm not gonna lie I literally did a TikTok about this last night and I just said like I feel so overwhelmed and if anybody else feels the same I obviously reach out to Isis or myself but I feel really overwhelmed and for someone that posts on Instagram and socials every day it took a lot for me just to be honest but I was like I'm sick of doing what I think I should write as a coach I'm sick of having to do what what seems right and I just basically said like right now I'm in let me just make sure it doesn't play like the audio but I just said like all you see on socials is being told how to be live and act I'm exhausted of constantly being told how I should be living life how I should be in relationships and what's right and wrong everybody has 101 opinions on everything right now and I feel like no one can be truly authentic because we're constantly trying to act a certain way or improve and I just said, I don't even know if this makes sense, but I just feel exhausted of consuming advice and rule books. And that's where I'm at right now. And I'm not, I've never come on a podcast and spoken this vulnerable before, to be honest. I've always had such a clear agenda of what I want to speak about. But I feel like if I'm feeling this and I have a successful business and I have all the things I think I should have, there's going to be people out there that are feeling this harder than me and just feeling confused and overwhelmed of what the fuck to do. But Sorry it's, if no, I'm that's bad. fine. <laughs> that's fine. I like I'm so clear on this podcast that I don't edit it. So everything you say will be yeah. as you say it. I think it's better to be raw and real. So don't worry, it's absolutely fine. I hope there's no like 
younger children listening to this but it's fine (laughs) um i completely agree with you jess honestly i think we live in a world where we're told that we shouldn't feel overwhelmed and we shouldn't feel stressed you look on social media everyone's showing their best bits so you automatically think oh they can't be having a bad day but then there's the other side where if you're having a bad day you've got to portray that all over social media and let the whole world know it's like it's almost like you can't just have a bad day in peace and have a bad day to yourself and if you do, you feel like you have to share it. Like yesterday, like I'm on cycle right now. So like, you know when like you feel like your stomach's so heavy and you just feel drained? And yesterday, yeah. literally, best believe, I went into Tesco's, straight to the reduce section. There was a massive risotto there for two. Came home, ate the whole thing, had sunflowers, which I bought, poured myself a drink. And I was like, I'm going to share this on social media. And then I was like, actually, no, I'm not. I'm going to put my phone in the other room. Didn't post anything on Instagram. And genuinely today, I feel 10 times better. I feel like, you'll probably feel like this too. When you've got like a bit of a following and you're coaching people, you feel a pressure to show up in a certain way. And when you don't, it's almost like, well, why would this person invest in me as a coach if I'm not constantly happy? Whereas what I have realised over the past couple of years is people will admire you so much more if you're just so real and whenever you do post on Instagram make sure it is legit like I could have easily posted last night about how shit my day was but then what am I doing that for am I doing it for sympathy am I doing it for people to be like oh my god I hope you feel better like I didn't want any of that so I was like I'm not gonna post anything (laughs) I'm just gonna take take a break and just watch Netflix and I think do you ever feel like this as well, Jess? Like when we were like going hard in network marketing, oh. we were told to that you can't sit and watch Netflix for hours and hours. It's a waste of your time. Whereas now I'm like, I absolutely can because it makes me feel good. Yeah, it's and this is where the toxic culture of everything comes in. Like there's there's an element to everything. And even like you said yesterday, when you felt rubbish and then you went and did all that, and then you're like, obviously people value like being real and raw. Sometimes though, people don't know what is real to them. Like for me, I got to a stage where I was questioning what I was doing things for. Like for example, I started buying myself flowers recently. I was like, right, am I doing this for me? <laughs> or am I doing this because everyone tells you to go and get flowers for yourself? And this is the thing. And this is why you have to get real with what real means to you and what real raw and authentic means to you because we do live in a society and guys I am not even going to shy away from the fact that some of my morning routine has been completely shaped by what everyone else tells me what to do and my head just feels like it's going to explode at some point because I'm like unfortunately now no one really knows what is real like people might be sharing the most real raw authentic vulnerable journey and actually it's still polished it's still not edited yeah, and and this is the thing, like, I, I agree with you as well, from a coaching perspective, I have really struggled with that sometimes of like, well, I can't show up like this, because people are looking for me to be the answer, or I can't say that this part of my life is now not going well, or that this is happening, or I've made bad decisions, and again, you have to remember that we're all human beings, and you were saying something earlier, and I can't remember what, it was about having a bad day, 
this is something else as well and god i feel like i'm just diving my brain is literally just speaking i'm i'm not even conscious of what's coming no, out this right is now. good this is real just keep talking it's yeah. <laughs> um but one thing that it rubs me up the wrong way is us as humans now can't even have nerves without being told we have imposter syndrome we can't have a bad day without feeling like we must need to recharge because of this or this must be happening because of this and I feel like we have a diagnosis for everything everything yeah I agree with you like imposter syndrome makes it sound like a massive big scary thing sometimes you are just nervous sometimes your nervous system processes adrenaline rather than excitement it processes it as nerves and yet we now have this whole theory of well, you must be you must be suffering with imposter syndrome. <laughs> so let's start that. And it's like, I feel like sometimes it's a help and a hindrance, and it depends what mood you're in and, and what you need. But there's a constant reason and something for everything, to the point where you can't just live authentically and intuitively because you just, yeah. Hopefully that makes sense. I just feel like there's constantly boxes for everything well you must be feeling like that because mercury's in retrograde you must be feeling like that because there's a new moon you must be feeling oh god like don't get me started on new moons and stuff like and you know i'm someone that you know the new moon the other day i sat and i watched a tarot about it and the funniest thing was i have said for about a month and a bit now that is not what i want to be doing anymore i'm sick of watching stuff and thinking you're not about to tell me what my life is because because i'm confused you're going to influence me i don't care what anybody says if you are in a state of confusion and you search for answers you will choose the answer that sits the most comfortable with you you will choose the narrative that supports you in the best way possible yeah Yeah? like let's say that you just can't be asked today right you meant to go to the gym you can't be asked we now live in a society where oh like i don't know how to describe this i really want to make sure this comes across in the right way but we live in a society where just saying, just just get to the gym. Like, you can do this. Like, just get over that mental barrier of putting your gym stuff on. That's not the answer anymore. It's now like, oh, you know, recharge the batteries. Like, you must da 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 There's always something now to just... To, like, let you off the hook. To basically let you off the hook and not do what you were meant to do. We can excuse every behaviour under the sun now. They have this attachment style. They've got unhealed trauma and da 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 And... I am such, this is not me saying I don't believe in it. I have trauma. I have healing to do. I have healed. I have done so much work on myself. But I just feel like, again, it adds that extra layer of just complexity and confusion to people who don't even know, don't know what's going on. Yeah, I agree massively with you. And I think, Uh, yeah, going back to the point about the gym, I definitely get those days like I'm someone who trains constantly like I'll go at least three four times a week I train with an online coach but believe me there are some days where I'm like I really cannot be asked and I will tell myself a false narrative like oh it's because you're on your period or oh it's because you're having a bad day or I look on Instagram and everyone's like oh recharge your batteries just like take it easy listen to your body I'm not listening to my body I'm listening to my brain because my brain is the thing telling me that I shouldn't go yeah and I do it. I do it all the time. Like, we love to choose a narrative that keeps us comfortable sometimes. And this is, again, kind of going into, like, the goal setting and how I keep saying, like, to be real with what you actually want as well. Like, 
for me to have success, I have to constantly choose a narrative to support where I want to be, not where I am now. And I find quite often when I want to sit in comfort and I want an excuse, I'll sit in the narrative of where I am right now. Like, what's happening today? Like, let me sit in that narrative. Let me just sit and be in it. And sometimes you need it. Like, your body, when you learn how to be intuitive and you learn how to listen to your gut and listen to yourself, you know what's right. Yeah. It's like when you know deep down you probably should leave the party because you're a little bit tired and it's not actually that fun. But then something will override that. Yeah. And, oh, have another drink. Like sometimes we battle that just with small life decisions that we make of just driving to McDonald's rather than driving to the shop, even though driving to the shop is closer and you can get back and eat a healthy meal. Like we do battle this sometimes and I think I'm really big on choosing the narrative always to support where you actually desire to be because it will mean that you enjoy the now a little bit more because you are doing something that your future self will thank you for. But there's two sides to everything. And this is where, again, I feel like it's just you have to know what you want because so many of us start these journeys not really what we want. So many of us start a fitness journey or we start going to yoga or we start meditating because we're told that that's what we need to do. And it doesn't feel that aligned to us. And this is where you have to take the moments just to be real with yourself. Yeah. And I think for those people who don't know what they want, you've got to try a few things. Put your fingers in a few pies. Mix it up. Because you can look on social media all day long. But until you physically put yourself in a situation to try different things, meditating, working out, baking a cake I don't know whatever it is you'll never know if that thing is for you or not obviously like now we are halfway through 2023 which by the way has gone so fast I can't believe we're in July where the hell is the first part of 2023 gone but you and I both have goals for the rest of the year what things are you going to be implementing in order to make sure you reach your goals by the end of this year I think for me, like the one, the one thing I always say, and I say this to all my clients, I say this to everyone, is once you decide what your goals are, once you decide what your non-negotiables are for the year, what you decide you've declared is important to you now, like you've declared that, you've written it down, that must be important to you, you have to assign them with high impact tasks that are actually going to push the needle and drive the needle forwards on what it is that you want. So for example, you might have financial goals. I know for me, I want to just trial being somewhere else in the world for the rest of the year. That's wonderful written down. That's absolutely wonderful. <laughs> I could sit on Airbnb every night. I could go on social media and see where everyone else is. But I have to then now do things, high impact things, to make sure that that can happen. I need to work out where I want to be, how long for, where am I going to stay, what am I going to do, how am I going to get there, what's going to happen with this house. Like, You have to assign things with tasks if you want to feel the fittest and healthiest that you've ever felt what are the high impact tasks you're going to associate with that um and I think for me that is the there's a two-prong approach to me achieving my goals to be honest number one is making sure it actually aligns yeah too many of us set goals that we don't really want anyway that's why we never even push to achieve them because the drive isn't there we don't really care if we achieve it or not because we're not really sure we want it anyway you have to make sure you're aligned and you have to make sure there's a driving force behind it. Otherwise, you will be so much more deflated setting goals that you don't really care about and not achieving them. That's a double whammy. Because you're like, oh, wow, <laughs> I've not achieved them anyway. <laughs> Number two is just assigning it with the high impact tasks. 
what is actually going to drive the needle forward and I know I'm speaking a lot about so many topics that are not related but for those that are genuinely wanting to set goals for half two and really make this DA, you have to cut the bullshit you have to cut these little narratives sometimes that are like oh well, I'll just I'll just do that another day or you know let's let's find a, a comfort reason to keep me keep me safe you have to get real with what you want and then you have to put the drive behind the goals that you set yourself and again choose the narrative that supports where you want to be not where you are now because so many of us set these goals for I want to launch a business I want to have a 10 grand month I want to do this I want to do that brilliant how are you going to do it and manifestation me says decide on the what and the how will follow but there's also an element of at least do the work as well at least just decide on the tasks that you're going to do even if you don't know the route what are you going to do are you going to commit to working out three times a week might be different every week might be running it might be walking it might be hot yoga it might be an exercise class it might whatever but you have to make some form of commitment to yourself and this is one thing I actually did listen to the other day and it really hit me hard if you set goals for yourself and you do not and you fail to execute the habits that are needed to achieve it it's actually a reflection of the respect that you have for yourself because if I know the president let's say president of all people of the United States of course they're going to want to meet me but let's <laughs> say I've, I've got a meeting with the president do you think I'm going to be late no no <laughs> no no way am I going to be late to that right I am meeting someone my idol someone's told me I can go meet ASAP Rocky yeah I'm not going to be late I'm probably going to be early yeah and I'm going to look and feel the best I've ever felt but why, when I say to myself, I'm going to go to the gym in the morning, do I find 101 reasons to make myself late? Or it's kind of okay, you know, don't really, so, who's going to know anyway? We have to have that same level of respect for ourselves when we tell ourselves that we want something. Because we're not always going to have someone shouting down our throat. Achieving success in business for me is tough. And I'm lucky that I have supportive friends. And, you know, I did have a supportive partner for a while that they were not going to catch me slip. They were not allowing anything to get in the way of me and my bag. But now I'm really trying to focus on having that respect for myself of you wouldn't be late for work because there would be repercussions. You wouldn't just not turn up. You wouldn't just not do all these things and miss your friend's birthday party and not communicate. So why are you prepared to do that for your own goals? And this is where you have to make sure are you – are they that real for you? Like, is it truly, truly what you want? If so, why are we so easy to just disrespect it and disrespect ourselves and say, hmm, I'll do it another day. I'll go and make a decision that absolutely does not fit with what I've told myself that I desire. And sometimes it's because we actually lack the respect for ourselves and do we trust that we're actually going to achieve it? Those are such good points, Jess. Honestly, if I could write down five points to get me to <laughs> my goals for the end of this year, you've absolutely nailed them. You have been um, incredible. Thank you so, so much. I think a lot of people are going to want to find you on social media. So where can the listeners find you? Find me everywhere. Um, <laughs> but from a coaching perspective, you can find me on at the Breakthrough Society on Instagram. Um, also have a website as well, which is just thebreakthroughsociety.co.uk. From a more personal perspective, 
just search for my name, Jessica Leeming, L-E-A-M-I-N-G. You'll find me on Instagram, you'll find me on TikTok, YouTube, and that's a little bit more of, like, the behind the scenes in real life. But, yeah. I will drop all of those in the show notes. So anyone listening, have a look at the show notes and you can find her on all social media platforms. Thank you so much, Jess, for coming on. Master Your Mindset, you've been absolutely incredible. Thank you. Thank you for having me as well. It's been unintentionally extremely vulnerable. (laughs) (laughs) We love that. We love vulnerability here. you all so much for tuning in to master your mindset with your host me isis foster if you have enjoyed what i have shared with you today i would really appreciate it if you could share it on your social media platforms and tag me at isis foster one my goal with creating this podcast is to reach as many people as possible and help them get to wherever they want to be So if you're in that position of being able to share this, it would be very much appreciated. Can't wait for you to tune in to the next podcast episode. Have an amazing week.